Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. Uh, I'm still not getting over this cold, really. God damn it, Brian. It's, I mean, it's I don't. It's not bad, but it's like lingering, and I f- still feel like I'm not at 100% energy. And so I don't know what to do because I don't want to like push myself exercise wise. Maybe I should. Maybe I should just like push through. Why are you pushing through it? And why are you at my house? (laughs) (laughs) No, No, my precious microphone. Oh, no. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I can't be contagious at this point. You don't say contagious. You're only contagious like the first 24 hours. And I think like before you have any symptoms, you're more contagious. That's the problem with society is you never know when people are getting you sick. We live in a society and some of us have a cold. Uh, just like Steven Soderbergh's contagion starring <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. Patient zero herself. That's right. Patient zero. <laughs> Patient two zeros. Uh, one of her like greatest poop. roles. She's in it for five seconds. But it's iconic. It is iconic. It's true. She's a yeah. genius. It's yeah. like, who else would do something like that? No. She, it's like, who else has like that funny? And is like, oh yeah, it's like when um, Janet Lee dies at the beginning of Psycho. Oh, totally. Except or, Janet Lee at least lasts for like, for like 45 minutes. Or, or like uh, Drew Barrymore in Scream. Scream. Totally, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Like, exactly. You I think mean, she's the star and it turns out she dies in the first scene. It's amazing. It's the best role. You get top billing and you don't have to work for longer than a day. Yeah, and you show up for one day. Uh, dream. <laughs> a dream. She have to be a beautiful blonde. All right. I'm working on it. Is Yeah, you are a beautiful blonde. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, brunettes never get killed first. No, they're the final girl. That's true. Yeah. So it depends on yeah what type of career you want to have. It's like, do you want to die immediately, but be sort of iconic? Or do you want to live? Be a workhorse or a show horse? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a show horse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm a workhorse. I, well, you're a brunette. I haven't, yeah, I haven't been blonde since, I guess I bleached my hair last in like college. I can't imagine you with bleached hair. Actually, I sort of can now. It was sort of cool. Was it like frosted tips? Mm, no, it was, well, it was of that era. Yeah. But it was like the whole thing. It wasn't just the tips. I like that. 
like that look. I, I mean, had a crush I, on a guy in junior high named Chase who did that. Oh. It was like frosted tips, but it was the whole thing. But it was kind of almost like a Caesar cut, but you could still yeah. see like the dark roots. To- I, had a, I mean, that's so because it was like George Clooney in ER. It was around that time. Yeah, mid 90s. Everyone got a Caesar cut. Or now Zuckerberg. Oh yeah, Still everyone wants to look like Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> who doesn't want to carry it? Who doesn't want to <laughs> emulate well, he, that king? He has like king hair of, plugs though. His is not real, I feel like. Oh, it's not? It seems like a rug to me. You know, I think more men should, I think that hair plugs and, and toupees and stuff should have a comeback. Like if women were the ones who went bald, we'd all have it and it would be like the biggest yeah. thing and no one would even be ashamed of it. It'd be like Spanx. It'd be like, yeah, kind of, ha ha, I use this, but it'd be like, whatever, you have to look good. I, I don't think anyone's perfected it. I actually work work with someone who oh boy at first i thought it was one of those older men who like dye their hair jet black and it's obviously yeah gra- but then someone was like oh no it's it's a complete rug it's a rug uh and it doesn't it's not great jude law has got some great he's so handsome though but he he's could, not handsome when he's got that receding hairline i think mm, beg to differ his butt is so perfect i don't even look at his head yeah, well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to look at it with a fucking wig on. I want put the wig on. It's my Lin-Manuel Miranda rule. He's said, turn, turn around. around, turn him around. I know. <laughs> but I want to see the face. Yeah, no, it's a gorgeous face. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, I started... Actually, and even though my energy levels are low and I don't feel 100%, um, my anxiety is down because I started... Re- like, I was sort of not being religious about my ashwagandha and my turmeric and stuff. That's a fatal flaw. Yeah. yeah. And so I really got back on every single day. I make sure to take it. And I do think uh, it's helped with my anxiety. That's great. I haven't um, had to like take Xanax or do anything in a few weeks. So that's wonderful. Yeah. So ashwagandha, so turmeric calms you down? No, I don't think so. Because I thought that it was about like your immune system or something. Yeah. I think turmeric is like anti-inflammatory. Ashwagandha is the one that is supposed to sort of help regulate your mood and anxiety levels. It's an adaptogen, so which sort of means it does whatever you want it to do. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to start taking some for my back. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, maybe eating pineapple, too. I heard pineapple really? is also good for inflammation. That makes sense. Tur- turmeric, um, ginger, cinnamon is supposed to be good for inflammation. Yeah, uh, yeah any of those. One thing turn- I won't do, see a doctor. No, of course. Last resort. Why would I do that? Uh, if when Goop I can just go to fucking Whole Foods yeah. and fill my cart. Actually, more expensive than my copay by the end of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's the the problem with like our health system is, I, I mean, I have really good Obamacare. Yeah, so too. if I do get a prescription drug, it's usually like a $5 copay for generic. Yeah. And then if I have to, if I get any sort of natural or like healthy medicine, it's you know, full price Whole Foods. Oh, that's what you think is the problem? <laughs> well, I wouldn't say it's like number I'm one. That wasn't what I was... If I had I one didn't... question with Liz or Bernie, I would be like, I need Are you copays for my ashwagandha. Well, Obamacare, I got... Um, acupuncture is covered. Yeah, I should try that. On And um, just like other like weird stuff, like all kinds of... Like other like alternative stuff is covered on by some Obamacare. I need to look into that. But um, like... But yeah, my copay to go to the doctor, I think is like, I think it went up. It used to be 20. I think now it's 40, but mm. like to still affordable. Yeah. Um, if I went to Whole Foods and bought pineapple and turmeric and whatever, I would definitely not get out of there for under a hundred dollars. Cause you end up grabbing all this other stuff and no. like spending like your life savings on bullshit. It's yeah, I guess it is cheaper to just go to the doctor. Yeah. But the problem is then you're getting, 
you know, allopathic Western medicine, which I know yeah. some people are, fa- and we're fan- like, we're fans of it too, obviously too. It's but better to go and like support the Jeff Bezos owned <laughs> 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 supermarket. Yeah, exactly. well, mom and pop. Well, yeah. like last week before I came, I went to Lassen's. The and, Prop 8 people. Well, yeah, that's another yeah. story. But I got four things and it was $85. It was like elderberry. Um, and I got uh, probiotics, uh, some other thing. And some other thing I forget, but you it was. Don't even remember I do it remember was. it was eighty five dollars though for four yeah, things. Yeah, you'll remember I'll, that. I always one. remember that. Yep. Uh, these people—they're trying to bleed us dry. Yeah, yeah. And we just want to be healthy. I know that's which all we, we want. Kind of are. Um, I had to stop because uh, I was taking like a Dayquil for the day and a Nyquil for the night. Nice. And I ne- I just needed to because it I I think I just have an extremely addictive personality. I do too. And like. It, it's great that you get decongested, but just the sort of up and down of a Dayquil and a Nyquil is thrilling Just to the me. rush of taking yeah. a pill. It could yeah. be anything. I know. I'm the same. It's like I get hooked on everything and it's like it could be a vitamin. I will think I'm getting some sort of narcotic effect. I know. And be like, oh, I got to have it. Otherwise, I'm just going to be crazy. I don't know. It's like yeah. really fucked up. I felt like Judy Garland. I know. It's like oh, the, the orange one in the day and the green one at night. And I'm like, what am I doing? Your uppers and your downs. Yeah. It's di- Dayquil and Nyquil. No, I, that's what I get like when I'm sick too. And I just like will chug that stuff because I'm like, I'll drink the alcohol, uh, like <laughs> yeah. the like the bottle. The oh, totally. Medicine. Oh, a Robitussin. Oh, a dream. Straight out of the bottle. I'm just chugging it. You, and it's really bad for your liver. Oh, it's so bad. Especially if you do, if you take like a drink with it, any sort of acetaminophen with alcohol is very bad for your liver. And it's like, I have done that. That's my life. That's my favorite <laughs> high. Yeah. Oh my God. I have to go to the doctor. Well, and like it is an excuse. If you're sick, it's literally an excuse to like abuse drugs because I was starting because I wasn't in like pain, but I was like, oh, I'll just take half a codeine too to like wash down just the, to the help it all go down smooth. Yeah, and I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, because I have like, I don't know if I can say this. Uh, no one's gonna arrest me. I have like bootleg British codeine from like three years ago when I ordered it online, and they gave me so much. Well, yeah. you got it for it, it, It's not good to obviously it's not good, and also the side effect is extreme constipation for like 24 to 48 hours so it's like that keeps me from from taking it regularly yeah um i think all the stuff that we have from when brian was sick is just like really really intense like stuff i'd be like afraid to take oh yeah um and actually i think we threw it all out because it's just like it's too much yeah the real hard real uh, like harder than codeine you know what i mean oh yeah 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 an oxy this a vica that dilated oh think. shit yeah. that's yeah i wouldn't fuck around with that no 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 so uh well there was a time in my life where i would there was absolutely a time fucked around i know that. it's like i'm scared to say that i used to have that in my apartment because i'm scared someone's gonna like break in and kill me for it because they <laughs> people would but oh, for sure i'm pretty sure we threw, threw it, it away out, so don't worry don't, well don't come looking for it here. the local raccoons are totally uh, fucked up yeah yeah uh living the good life mm-hmm. so gwyneth news there was a bit. Yeah. Did you find any fun stuff to share? Well, I did find there was um there was a Vanity Fair new establishment summit here in LA mm. and she was one of the speakers and I, I was just reading about it. I was just reading a Vanity Fair and I came across it and there was like a thing to sign up and request an invitation. And so I did, although it was happening at the time that I was signing up for it. So I was like, okay, whatever. And I was like, I just want to know how much it's going to cost. Guess how much it costs to go. Uh, $500. $6,000. <laughs> That's more than, um, in goop health. It was way more than in goop health. I mean, there were other like famous people talking yeah. about it too, but like she was, was the, it for charity? 
This for Vanity Fair. Just to give to fucking Condé Nast. I mean, don't I don't know. Who knows? Pro- maybe they were like, oh, we're going to yeah. give it to some bullshit charity where like the you know CEO of the charity it's makes like, like six Pete 2020. Yeah, exactly. Pro- I'm sure it went all oh, went to Pete. <laughs> they love that Buddha judge. Um, but she was on there. Uh, who else? Um, I don't know. I love how like, Gwyneth is like the new establishment. Like she's not been famous for 25 well, years. Well, I think it's just like people who have been famous for a long time but are like old now. So, <laughs> like I think that's what they mean. Like people who uh, like, oh God, there's so many Joaquin P- Phoenix pictures in here. Um, mm. The new Hollywood. Uh, Ted Sarandos. He wasn't at the Ted Sarandos. Gross. He wasn't. No, this is just a list of the people that. Uh, oh, saying. I see Ava DuVernay. Is that um Phoebe Waller Bridge? Uh, yeah, she's the youngest one on the list. Yeah, she's only thirty-four. Yeah, she's J.J. A- Abrams, Reese Witherspoon. Oh wow, what a fine Jordan Peele, Ava DuVernay. I thought you say Jordan Peterson. Jordan. I mean, I'm sure he's on here somewhere. <laughs> Janet Mock, um, Kathleen Kennedy, and Kevin Feige, Shonda Rhimes, and Ryan Murphy. Why are they? Why are so it's not the partners. most the most just basic? I mean, not they're obviously all it, so well, that's successful. What it is. It's the establishment. Yeah, it's establishment. like these, it's a list of the people that are like the new like whatever like Harvey Weinstein's yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like people who are like calling the shots in Hollywood now. Great. So and then, but where is the thing about? I don't know. There were other people on it. Um, but I was, I didn't, and I also never got my invite, which I thought if I just gave them my email address, they would like send me one. Maybe it went to your spam. Okay. Oh, confirmed speakers. Here we go. Gwyneth Paltrow, Bob Iger, Sheryl Sandberg. Uh, Isn't Sheryl Sandberg canceled now? Just for her proximity to Facebook? I think so. Yeah. Or I guess not. <sighs> Lean in. I don't know. Hassan Minhaj? Yeah. Who's that? He's a like comedian, like political comedian. I think he was on The Daily Show. Confirmed speaker. Uh, Natalie Massinet, Massinet, no idea. John Favreau, I'm assuming which the John director. Fa- political or director? I, I, well, I would have thought it would be the director, but he's on the same list as like this comedian and stuff. So, and Lena Waithe, I probably sure sent invites out to both, and one of them would show. They're up. like whoever shows yeah. up. Um, Brian Armstrong, Ted hmm. Sarandos, Edward Norton. What? I don't know. John Foley, uh, Melina Masukas. Oh, she's a director. Marlon James. Okay, cool. Uh, sponsored by BMW. I mean, classy. Um, anyway, it was October 21st to the 23rd in Los Angeles at the Wallace Annenberg Center for the Art. So you missed it, guys. You missed it. And if you went, how did it feel to spend $6,000 to watch Gwyneth Paltrow give a speech about being the new establishment in Hollywood? <laughs> like who, what? I don't understand one person who would, who would, do, who would spend that much money to just watch people speak. Like, it's crazy. Do they think they're going to get some access? I think it was just like, probably they knew no one was going to do it and they just wanted, it was just like an advertising stunt. Mm, maybe. I have no idea. Yeah, it was probably all, like they did technically sell tickets, but it was all like invite, like the people that actually Well, were they were like, you can request an invitation and I guess if you requested an invitation, you had to spend all this money. Oh, weird. I don't know. Uh, I read... And this does fall in the genre of like just stories about Gwyneth on set not knowing things, which we said we were sort yeah, of done which with. I'm sick of, but okay. but this one was funny to me because it was it was Ben Platt um, being interviewed about her his time on the set of The Politician, and uh, of course they ask her about Gwyneth Paltrow. They ask him about Gwyneth Paltrow, and he says we never have to do many takes because a she's brilliant and b she never needs more than oh no wait a sorry a she's brilliant and never needs more than a few takes 
He went on to joke, and B, she simply doesn't have the time to film. So whenever Gwyneth was there, everyone is on their toes and working at their most efficient level. That's what, yeah, I saw that quote repeated a couple times, like kind of making fun of her. Um, but I don't know. I did think it was kind of weird that she was like, I'm so committed to Goop that I barely have time to shoot any of these scenes because it truly does not seem like Goop, running Goop would be that big of a job. <laughs> yeah, well, it, 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 feed, like, it feeds into her, the narrative that she's building for herself as a uh, you know, CEO and a businesswoman, which she, of course, which is. Which she is. And also, they're wheeling and dealing because I have another... I'm sorry to change the subject, yeah. but I saw something else that was like kind of surprising. I Googled Goop News and I saw a Forbes article that they are partner partnering with Lincoln, the car, because Lincoln wants people to start thinking of driving as a wellness experience. Oh my God. <laughs> so they're in bed with like gas guzzling cars. Yeah. The uh, big oil, industry. the Saudi family, a uh, Saudi Royal family. MBS, well, Jared Kushner, no, it's like an Mayor American, Pete. No, it's like American manufacturing. BMW's German. Lincoln. Oh, Lincoln. BMW sponsored the oh, right. the Bob Iger Vanity Lincoln Fair Lincoln is Matthew McConaughey. And Lincoln is like one of the like Detroit like companies, I think. Yeah, they probably just manufacture everything off- offshore anyway. I don't know. I'll have to ask President Mr. Trump Lincoln. about <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, bring jobs back to America, Mr. President. Well, she's working to bring jobs back to America by trying to help Lincoln. Does Lincoln even have like a hybrid or an electric car? That's not the question. The question is like, do they manufacture it in America? Uh, well, there should be two questions. But I don't know. I'm sure they do. Maybe. Also, like the electric cars are also canceled. Like Tesla is worse than driving a like a regular car because everyone hates that guy. What, oh, Elon Musk. Yeah. Well, he's a fascist. Yeah. So it's better to drive a gas guzzling car than to drive a Tesla. I guess. Because they're classist. Yeah. Well, I mean, all like the capitalist society is classist. I don't know. Anyone who can uh, like afford a car that's in itself classist so you and i are both classist we both have cars. i'm still fucking paying it off i'll be paying it off for three four more years so you're not classist because you're paying your car off because i'm well, still what if you're paying I, off a lincoln uh what if you lease to, to own a lincoln if okay you, i only honda hyundai kia maybe toyota those are the cars of the working people once you get into like lincoln cadillac bmw then classist Okay. Volvo on the fence. It's like soccer mom. Yeah, yeah. That's like a Sarah Palin person. That's what my mom has a Volvo. I I know. My first car was a Volvo. My first car was a Jeep Cherokee. I like Jeep Cherokee. Yeah. What's was... Jeep? Is Jeep classes? No, because it's Chrysler. Why is Chrysler not classes, but but Lincoln is? Because Lincoln is supposed to be like a luxury. It's like Lincoln is like was Ford's answer to the Cadillac. Lincoln is supposed Lincoln to... is Ford? Yeah, Ford, Lincoln, Mercury is all. Well, Mercury doesn't exist anymore, but that I used to go to car shows a lot as a kid with what? my. I was into it. With you my, went to cars briefly. Hmm. Um, yeah, I know it's my one masculine <laughs> trait. No, it was probably just like to bond with my father more yeah. than anything else. That's sweet. But yeah, it was fun. We used to go to the car show in San Francisco, and then you get the like the little pamphlet about all the new cars for the year. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So Lincoln Lincoln's is Ford. Ford. Ford is a car of the working people, of the, the working class. Gentile working people. Of course. But also, I mean, BMW. Oh, yeah. Be, any German car is bad. Fords are all bad. So I guess Lincoln is bad because if it's Ford. Is there any car company that's not anti-Semitic? The Japanese ones, maybe? I don't know. They've never met a Jew, so they have no opinion on them. Well, I mean... Oh, wait, they were on the German side. But I seem to remember a certain (laughs) axis of power. Um, 
but uh i mean well koreans because they were um colonized by the japanese so they have they're like the what's a korean car kia a Hyundai, kia. yeah and you know what i did um when my car was in the shop i had a lyft driver who was like get a kia they're, they're the best good. cars yeah. all right so kia cool kia car of the working people that is not anti-Semitic. That is not we anti-Semitic. <laughs> yep. The Venn diagram of progressive ideals. Yes. Um, okay. There was one other piece of news that was sort of goop adjacent. Mm. So did you hear about Sunday Riley? No. Okay. Do you know who that is? No. Okay. Uh, there is this really expensive brand of face cream. Some of their stuff, goop probably sells it, um, but it's also like a lot of, I'm sure goop sells some Sunday Riley stuff. Um, it's definitely at like Sephora and it's like the most, it's like that like drunk elephant level, like really oh, yeah. expensive, but like cute, um, serums and lotions and whatever. And like they're cheap. They're like signature things are like 150 bucks, $200. Like, you know, oh, wow. so that's more expensive. Cause drunk elephant is more like 30, 40, $50. That's no, right. Drunk no, elephant oh, is okay. up there. Um, so Sunday Riley, whatever expensive. So they got hit by the um the ftc okay um because they were for false advertising because they had been writing fake reviews of their own products on sephora and i didn't even know there was a person who was really named sunday riley who founded the company and it's a woman who herself was personally going on Sephora and being like, this is the best product ever. And they had Sephora had changed their rules about who's allowed to comment because this brand, this company was doing it so much. And finally it just like got out of control and they got caught. And wow. like, she's had to like issue these public apologies and like pay these huge fines. And, um, I, I guess mean, cause you're just supposed to disclose when something's advertising and you have, it's, you're not supposed to, uh, it's like on Instagram when you have to say, oh, this is an ad. You, well, you can't, you just like can't make false claims and you can't like s pretend to be a consumer uh, yeah. who like bought the thing and that enjoys it when you're trying to sell it. Was she doing it? Did she like make tons of different profiles and doing it? Yeah. Like and everybody people? who worked at the company had to do it all the oh time. And it was just like, they were doing so many fake reviews on Sephora. I, I whenever I go on Amazon and I see user reviews, I just always assume that they're, that that's what that is. But maybe not like... Um, no, I mean, well, maybe, but you're not supposed you're to not do supposed that. You're not supposed to do it. I know whenever a friend is like has like written a book or something, they always tell you to like write a review on Amazon or... Yeah, I mean, I guess... I mean, we tell people friend, to write reviews on podcast or for our podcast. Your friends can... I don't know. I think it's just like you personally can't do it. I yeah. don't know. Also, it's not like one person selling a book. It's like this is like a, a huge, huge company yeah. that has like several products and whatever. Sun Sunday Riley. I wonder... I mean, is it good stuff though? Well, I th always thought it was really good, but I was just reading like aunt reviews that she wrote herself, yeah. I guess. I mean, I just assume it's good because it's like, expensive. you know, it's expensive. And then like once in a while, the people who are getting profiled for like my morning routine or whatever on Goop will say that they use it. Mm. And like, it's supposed to be really good, but maybe, I mean, who knows? I ran out of my night cream and I, I'm going through a cheap phase. So I got, um, because on the strategist on New York magazine, they said CeraVe night cream was the best like uh -oh. drugstore Just one. Rub your face. And <laughs> right. Yeah. Vagina. Which I already have the CeraVe face cleanser based on Jen Gunter's recommendation. And I hate it. But, but she didn't use the cleanser. I thought she used the moisturizer on her dry labia. I thought she used the moisturizing cleanser. Maybe it was just a moisturizer. I thought this is, she was wash. or no, because she would say you don't have to wash. 
No, you have to wash your labia. She would definitely yeah. not be anti-washing a labia. But I, I also feel like I've never heard of anybody using moisturizer on their labia. So maybe that well, was... Well, you haven't reached your 50s yet. That's true. Um, uh, I'm going to step away from this conversation. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, this, I don't know why I trust the strategist, but I was like, oh, they, they had a bunch of, you know, cheaper... Um, night creams that have, you know, the hyaluronic acid and your retinol and all this stuff on it. But it was like 15 bucks. So it's coming yeah, in the I mean, mail. I don't really think you have to spend that much money for the, and it's like the hyaluronic acid and the retinol and stuff like that's all it is. It like that's what makes it good. Now. And yeah. they put it in like drugstore stuff too. So yeah. it doesn't really matter. I've just been using that suave. So I told you I found that huge yeah. thing and it's really nice. I put it on before I go to bed, after I get out of the shower. It's just good. It's yeah. like, it's like, this is what they would give you if you were like in the hospital. Ooh. You know what I mean? It's like, cause they, and it would feel really good cause it would just be like yeah. moisturizer. And it does like, sound good. It's good. I mean, I don't know. It's fine. It's good. I would sort of like to make my bedroom hospital themed and like wear a gown and like, hmm. I mean, maybe that would be depressing after a while, but it is like soothing to it. Just have nothing to do all day. Cause you have to be in the hospital yeah. and like nurses come in every few hours and you could go to like an insane asylum. Oh, I could, you could be like somebody to help me and you could go to like a, you could do a 51. A Santa, on yourself. A, oh, I mean, that's the dream. Yeah. Uh, we need Medicare for all so we can all do free 5150s on ourselves. Yeah, and a little vacation. Pay, courtesy of Mr. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, all right, so newsletters. Oh, there yeah. were some good newsletters. It was like a full full deck of cards, I thought. The full deck of cards is right. I mean, whoo, we had some stuff we got in a, here. Yeah, we got some stuff. What was your best of the week? My best of the week was just, oh, there's this picture of Gwyneth Paltrow. There's a new uh, goop like outfit or something. <laughs> I don't know. They're selling new stuff. And yeah. there's this picture that's been going around. I've been getting it in my inbox of Gwyneth Paltrow. She's like squatting, wearing shorts. She's wearing, and she has these dark for fall nails. And it's like very like Indian summer. Like it's the, um, it's the, it's fall, but I'm wearing shorts. Sure. Vibe. An LA fall. An LA fall. Uh, um, yeah, she's just crouched it's like down. Black and white. Wait, are you looking at it? Oh, it's not black. Wait. I thought this? it was black and white. Oh, it's not yeah. black and white. No, no, no. You're right. Um, yeah, and she's wearing little ankle booties and a sweater, and she just looks sort of goth for Gwyneth, but very very autumnal and very comfortable. And it's like she wears. I don't even know what it. Is. What is it? The shoes? Are they selling the shoes? They're selling everything. This the so she's wearing a black uh, neely low tan sweater for nine hundred ninety five dollars. Um, TB shorts that are sort of like gray with black pinstripes. They're three seventy five, and then acne studio like gray suede boots with heels, and those are eight hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, and it's like a good sort of not monochromatic, but. Um, I think that is monochromatic. Is that monochromatic? Grays and black together considered monochromatic? Yeah, yeah, so monochromatic is just like from the same sort of palette. Okay. It's not like, it's not all the same color. It's like from the same like group of colors. Yeah. Oh, and look at her in those bootleg. I'm getting some bootleg jeans. Yeah, bootleg wearing, is back. I got like some weird, like really big bootleg, like bell bottoms from uh -huh. ASOS. Okay. Um, that I love, but I'm going to get some jeans. Yeah, she's, uh, 
she's modeling all these usually like uh, if you there's a new g G label outfit she'll do like one picture and publish it but this is like a whole sort of campaign with with all gwyneth and she looks very fall and very chic i do like the bell bottoms with the blazer i don't know that i like the um the the chloe blouse that's a little you don't like that it's a little i don't know a little like mumsy maybe it looks like it's very forgiving yes and with it's Gwyneth, like, you don't need to be forgiving. No, but for the people who, but That's for everybody right. else. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's like a peacoat thing with a white dress. Yeah. Uh, and it's not, all, it's not just uh, G-label. It's, I don't think any of it's actually G-label. It's all, it's all what other. What's going on with she's, this? I think they're just needing to move some merch. Yeah, I guess so. And, they, and they're like, get Gwyneth in it. Yeah, because like. They'll have these anonymous models who are all very pretty, but I imagine when Gwyneth shows you the clothes. Gwyneth can sell you a fucking pantsuit oh for God. sure. Absolutely. So they're probably getting ready for, well, when is the, the next sale is around probably the holidays. Christmas, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was a good, good photo shoot. Yeah. I like that photo shoot and I liked all the clothes. Um, so my best was the Godfrey's guide for this month. Which newsletter was this in? Um, I think it was in Mondays. Magic 8. Golden hour. Golden hour, perhaps. Uh, so um, one of our great listeners, Nicholas, sent us um, a screenshot of this article a few days ago. And I, I don't read anything until like the day that we do this. Yeah, so no. I was like, okay, I'll save this. And he said, oh, Jean went to the same um, Swiss spa that Sharon Tate's character went to in Valley of the Dolls. Oh, that's cool. And then I looked at the article. I'm like, yes, this is exactly what this is. So Jean went, I don't know when she has the time to do all this, but she went to a place on Lake Geneva, uh, a sanatorium, as we were talking about earlier. Yes. Called Clinique La Prairie. Um, And it's been a medical, it's been the Ne Plus Ultra medical wellness spa since the 30s. So they know what they're doing. Um, she says, I was giddy with the clinical sternly Germanic air and, oh, and the other funny thing about it is like, she does all the things that the spa, you know, does, but then at night when she's just back in her room, she still has all of her goop stuff, like her goop bath soaks, her Barbara Stroom, her Tata so Harper. she's just like always at a spa. Yeah. So she like d- even needs to do more than what, what the spa is, is giving her. So she, um, she does her Barbara Storm, um, and, oh, she, f- she says she followed it with some SPF 50 at night, which, uh, oh no, she I guess wears it, SPF no, I guess it was the morning because we were, it says we were scheduled to have lunch outside. So then she tells the story. She's in this, it's an old school European spa. You guys should go on Goop and see the pictures. It's just like gorgeous. I mean, it's exactly what we'd expect from like a Swiss spa from the thirties. Uh, except the food that they give you is more contemporary. So it's all this like vegan, um, macrobiotic, healthy food but one of the people that she's with or not she's not with but is also at the spot is this like russian oligarch and his mistress slash girlfriend and the girlfriend is doing all of the the health food stuff but the the russian oligarch like will not take part in any of it oh my god so they so she describes his meals and like one time he's just eating like a slab of ham what and where is he getting a slab of ham i think they stuff? have it like they they, you can you do can whatever, have whatever you, want. you want. Yeah. Like, so you can do their vegan food or you can have a slab of ham. Okay. And I think also, you know, when you're in the middle of Europe, there's like so many international travelers. I think you have to sort of do different cultural things for different people. Okay. 
So, um, yeah, so he's drinking, he's having ham, he's smoking cigarettes, he's doing everything. Okay, so he's just, like, living his life, however yeah, he Yeah, he is, like, he is pretending that he is not at a wellness spa. But then, so then she talks about, like, the exercise classes, which sound fun, uh, um, the different, uh, like, spa treatments, massages, and then, meanwhile, she keeps going back to, like, the meals that they have and she keeps describing what the Russian oligarch is eating. And oh then at God. the end, she's finally saying like, this food that we're having is so good. Um, so the last meal that they have, she says, uh, our elaborate multi-course dinner was somehow stealth detox, but it was again impossible to perceive how the austerity had been disguised. The cheeseburger on our industrialist's plate looked lonely and positively consumptive in comparison. So she, at the end, was like, no, this guy is the one who's depriving himself, and we are the ones living in a state of abundance. Well, that's what they always say. I mean, like, the whole idea is, like, a philosophy of abundance when you're, like, eating a bunch of vegetables because you have more shit on your plate, but it's because yeah. it's, like, n- negative calories. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but um, good for her. Yeah, but it just sounded, I mean, they did not, well, I didn't click to see how much this thing cost. I'm sure it's insane. Um, but I love the idea of, like the culture of wellness that's already been in, well, to be honest, countries that you and I would not have been welcome in in the thirties, <laughs> but, uh, but it sounds like a great, a great dream. And if it's good enough for Jean and good enough for Sharon Tate and Valley of the Dolls, it is more than good enough for me. I mean, my, I mean, they still probably wouldn't like you there or no, me, but, um, the, the um, idea of going to like an old fashioned like sanatorium sanitarium is my fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like I just want to go to one of those places that they show in old movies where like some woman freaks out and then she has to go and like sit on like an Adirondack chair on a hill, just like kind of looking at trees and maybe have a gin and tonic. Yeah. I mean, you, that's what I need. You can drink. They'll like do weird like diet plans for you. Like you have to eat cornflakes or yeah. something. You can probably get an abortion. Like, yeah. You get of, whatever. Just whatever kind of a one stop shop. Any like shame like a woman that a woman has to deal with as far as like pregnancy or gaining weight or I whatever mental illness. You just go there. When you want to get pregnant, they should just you should just go to a place like that. Oh, my God. That's what I'm inventing. It's like we do IVF. You come, it's like a sanitarium. Sanitarium, right? It's yeah, like I don't really know. There pretty. is a difference between sanitarium and sanatorium, but I don't really know what the difference is. It's like a hotel yeah. um, with nurses. And then we like get you pregnant or we'll do an abortion or you can put, you know, we can swap do, a baby. Swap babies. Adoption, I mean, we'll do all kinds of fucked up stuff. I'm like high life, but it's really pretty. Yeah. <laughs> high life in the Swiss Alps. Exactly. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, so you can just like get pregnant in style. No need, for, no need for copulation. No, just like IVF. Um, you can eat whatever you want. You can even you know sneak a drink or a cigarette. No one will tell. And then the baby okay, will it's be born. Good for yeah. you. Yeah, it's good for to you to relax a little bit. Wow, Doctor Aggie. Um, so this is uh, the Planned Parenthood's under Bernie Care. <laughs> this oh my God, Planned Parent Parent uh, that would be under uh, Mar- President Marianne. Oh, totally would be Planned Parenthood. Yeah, Swiss mm-hmm. sanatoriums for everyone. Oh my God! Oh, I can't believe she isn't allowed on those stages. I know That's, she is the change that we need in this country. Wait, did you hear Tulsi is like dropping out of the congressional race and only running for president? Oh really? Yeah, she announced it last night. Oh, Tulsi's on one because I think she's you're so not for running up. third party. Yeah, she's. Well, that's what. Uh, I mean, I hate to say it. I know but Hillary. Hillary Clinton. That's right. Ugh. 
Mm-hmm. It happens every now and again. <laughs> I, it happens. Yeah. I, th- I, my theory is truly that like she, one of the other campaigns got her to go on a podcast and say that because like she can't go any lower in terms of yeah. Everyone hates her anyway, so she might as well just like and it's like so burn to- the place down. Yeah, and it yeah. would be like so toxic for anyone else to even bring up yeah. Russia because people are so sick of hearing about it. But she's the one who's linked to it, so she can just say it. Yeah, and like people, I mean, it was, you know, probably not the most helpful thing to say, but then. Now, like a few days later, Tulsi is like, "Oh, I'm not running now for Congress. Out there. I'm, I'm concentrating on my presidential campaign." And it's like a shadow of per- doubt over her. Yeah. and it's like exactly that was like what they wanted. Yeah, because yeah, perfect. Well, the Democrats are geniuses once again, like just like they always have been. Well, I mean, whatever. I almost said something negative about Democrats, but I'm not going to because I really need any Democrat to win. That's true. Mm. Uh, let's move on to the worst of the week. What was yours? Okay, I'm sorry, Brian, but my worst was the cleaned up comfort food. Oh, Seamus? Seamus. Yeah. I mean, shame on Seamus. <laughs> I mean, it didn't um, seem so bad to it me. It seemed so bad to me. It was really disgusting. So he has... Um, okay, so the first one seemed not too bad. It's like a Greek lasagna with lamb, which I'm not eating meat, but uh, that I do love like ground lamb and like, yeah. a, oh my God. That so sounded, good. actually that one sounded really good and he used real lamb, real feta cheese, but then just zucchini instead of pasta. Yeah, zucchini it and artichokes really and lamb and feta. I mean, that would be delicious. I honestly, honestly. might make that. I mean, I'm not going to make it because I'm not eating lamb, but... And it's like also if you make a shepherd's pie, just use the lamb. It makes it mm, so much better mm. instead of beef. No, oh, for sure. Um, it's just like a, if a good, well-cooked lamb yeah. is so good. Poorly cooked lamb, terrible. No, and like lamb, it might be a little more expensive, but go to your local butcher. And you and because it is so flavorful, you can use like half the lamb that you would use if you made it with beef and it would still taste as good. Yeah, it tastes great. No. So which, which are the ones the that you The celery hated? root putin... What is it called? Putinesca. Okay, no. No, yeah. I don't need that in my life. I don't need fucking, I don't want pasta substitutions. I'm just past that. Like that time in my life is over. I believe in whole grains. I'm fully on board with the whole grains. I think you would always do better. Okay. Maybe get like a whole wheat pasta, get a quinoa pasta or something like that. But like, don't just substitute it with vegetables because there's no calories in it. Or like if you're going to substitute it with a vegetable noodle, like also have the grain in it because you, like you deserve to eat food. Like you don't yeah. need to just eat vegetables in the shape of other types of. No, food. I agree. Um, and I think the other one, like the fake lasagna, is better because it it still has a little like meat and cheese. And, and it seems like a real like dish. Like yeah. okay, I don't really think it seems like a lasagna. It seems more like some sort of casserole. Yeah. But like, it doesn't seem like just nothing. I mean, like this thing seems totally crazy. And then again, the tropical cottage pie. I mean. I don't want, I mean, actually, I, okay, I'll be honest. It does kind of sound good. <laughs> it sounds okay. And like yucca is a real starch. Like that's probably the most common starch in the world's diet. Yeah, so I don't understand. But, but it's, it's like not, healthier than a potato. I think it's like less glycemic than potatoes. I just think like potatoes are like a nutrient dense food. They're a healthy food. I mean, just because something has calories in it or starch or carbohydrate doesn't mean you have to be afraid of it. And you can just eat that. It's like, and I feel like if you're going to cut anything out of that, cut the fucking meat. Like, yeah, why are we not cutting meat? And why are we cutting everything else? Like, these are so old fashioned, these diets where it's like, 
we're keeping meat we're super meat intensive and we're super vegetable intensive and we're getting rid of like the sustainable cheap bulk grains that are like good for us and like help us like maintain a healthy weight and a healthy diet and it's like every doctor will tell you to do that the people who live longest in the world in the blue zones are all eating this way um they're all eating grains and we know for a fact that like relying too much on meat is not good for ourselves and it's definitely not good for the environment it's like people have been telling us for years that we need to cut back on red meat and instead of talking about ways to do that these people are doubling down on these like high meat low carb diets i just think it's irresponsible yeah i completely agree with you because like He's obviously trying to translate um, a British cottage pie into sort of like a Caribbean aesthetic well, or I like guess a cause tropical. because it's like yucca instead of potato. Which is fine. It's also like, it's sort of, I mean, this is the history of colonialism, which I don't know, it's weird like making a Caribbean dish like British, but I guess that's what's happened. Uh, I think it's just because it's like he's using a different, instead of using a potato, he's like, it lends itself to these other yucca, flavors better. And it has pineapple, chili, cilantro. But yeah, like why why have the beef like why not make a beautiful sort of curried lentil as your protein or something like that if you're gonna go in this like caribbean aesthetic because i mean they i think like in the um in much of and i don't think we're supposed to say third world like in most developing countries uh the biggest like animal protein that people use is goats and um, which is more sustainable than beef i mean everything is more sustainable than beef so like go i don't know go w for something a little more authentic or go vegetarian i agree yeah all right so i was just like this sounds gross and it just sounds like a waste of time and like i hate these I, I, I the goop fellas also i think these like high protein diets i have no science to back this up it's just like a personal theory that i have i really think that the high carb the high fat low carb thing is better for men and i don't think it works as well for women but women do it a lot because we do diets like mm. i think women need more carbohydrate and like we we do need a lot of fat but we need like carbs and we need like just and because we don't eat we don't want to sit down and eat like a rack of it's just like not how women eat i just yeah. don't i i don't i just feel like it's like a very masculine diet i can see that and also sh like seamus seems to have like very specific dietary constraints and like um like you know autoimmune yeah so it's like this is good for him specifically but i think he has a sort of unique health profile that is not really adaptable to like normal people <laughs> i mean i think it's just like i don't know why he i mean I, it's sort of it just feels like something from like 2006 where he's like oh yeah. i didn't eat gluten and i don't eat i'm like okay seamus yeah it's weird and I mean, it's yeah, it's weird that two two of the three recipes have so much meat in them. When his like partner in crime is a ketotarian. Well, I mean, and this is neither keto nor terian. Yeah, I don't well, know I guess, what it is. Yeah, I don't know. It's Seamus. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, it didn't make my worst of list, but it wasn't. I the I would make the the um the zucchini lasagna. The other two, I'll skip. Yeah. Um, my worst was oh god it was alexander younger remember him the original <laughs> detox doctor yeah this is my craziest he so he has a new book coming out in december so his like his clean what is it clean 30 or clean what whatever his original his diet is one, which is was, a month yeah and no, this one three weeks oh three weeks so this one is called the clean seven so it's just to like detox for one week and first of all it doesn't have any recipes or like any clue as to what the detox actually is so it's like it's literally just 
buy the book, but there's, there's nothing to grasp onto. Usually in these things, they'll at least like give you a hint of what it is or like a shopping list or a couple of recipes. This is zero. It's just like the forward to his yeah. book. Um, and then he has this weird extent. All these people have these weird extended metaphors. So it's like he was cleaning up turtle eggs with his daughter in Mexico and, um, or two kids. His two kids are Bilo and Fina or Fina. I have no idea. And then he talks about how nature designed planet Earth and uh, all the animals on it and nature is smart. And because nature is smart, uh, you should detox. I don't really understand. Okay, so can I just say that this yeah. was my craziest? It's crazy. And it's because of this whole like nature thing because I'm like, is this sounds like vaguely satanic. Like, isn't that what they worship like in the like Satanist cults of um, hereditary and in Midsummer? Like, it's sort of like the wisdom of nature. And like, mm. I feel like when like religious sects are like all about nature and like worshiping nature, but like not thinking past that to like design that's like that's like traditionally where people start thinking that it's like satanism and i'm like oh i bet he is a satanist i'm now that you said that i'm sure he's a satanist his like alexander it sounds because it's sort of a vaguely swiss pan-european name okay it sounds like someone that could have been in rosemary's baby or hereditary or something yeah and he's like a doctor and he's telling i don't know it's yeah animal worship yeah he like worships yeah he's like worshiping these turtles or something like where did you come up with that yeah i think that this is anti-christian if you believe in jesus you should not buy this book (laughs) oh my god we are gonna that this is the one that's gonna put us under uh if you streamed kanye west's new gospel album this morning do not do a double dose yeah. after hearing about this guy because ooh, baby you're gonna need that um, christian healing but that would actually be cool if you leaned into like oh this is the satanist diet like oh this, if there was a satanist diet, i would absolutely do yeah. it because i'm kind of a satanist yeah and be like oh the, de- the devil's diet i'm like, not really a satanist no but i appreciate satanism well it's more like a political movement that's just about like individual freedom yeah and, i mean irl and the uh the not the church of satan but the satanic temple i guess is the one that is like free speech advocates they're like basically. first amendment, first amendment yeah. advocates um but yeah like that's not what this is this is real devil worship what it's younger's like doing worshiping like baphomet yeah but um what's the paymon the hail paymon hail paymon yeah Ooh. We're mm. quoting Younger. We're not saying Hail Paymon. No, we're quoting Younger and Hereditary. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, we're going to get in deep shit for this. Eh, it's fine. Okay. Um, Yeah, but like, I am curious to see what this Clean 7 is or whatever. I'm probably no, not going to... No, you're not. It's just, I mean, I can tell you right now what it's going to be. It's, Kale, yeah. blueberries, it's the Yeah, meat. no gluten. It's the same shit. The same shit. True. Uh, so what was... Oh, so that was your craziest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my craziest was not even the article it was the article called why women are more prone to autoimmune diseases and other cutting-edge research on autoimmunity and to be honest i didn't read it at all and Mm. what i thought was crazy was the introduction to this article because the article was just like links to different um medical uh like essays what how do you say a medical um paper paper yeah okay but then goop says Every month, we get into a different health topic and explore the research. And I'm like, no, I've read this religiously for three years. 
You've you never explored the research. You've and never. It's not like a monthly. Like okay, it's time for us to do our monthly research no, like analysis. Completely gaslighting us into thinking that they've been doing this every month. Gaslighting. That's it. It's like they're crazy. They're just they, telling you something is true that is absolutely not. Yeah, true. and you're like, oh yeah, I guess you do like explore medical research every month. No, we know it's you that don't do this. Old type of bullshit where they're like, no, and then here's my proof where it's like I can sort of draw lines to saying I sort of did this thing that I've been saying. I've yeah, been and they're to. not like links to like, oh, this is October's. Well, where's the link to September? Where's the link to August? Where's the link to July? None. No, don't exist. It never did it before. No, you, ne- you never did it before. Wow. No. So it's like fucking with you, Ryan. Crazy. Yeah. I think it's it's Gerda Gerda's work. Another Satan. Or or they're they're um <laughs> no they're gonna throw her under the bus when the next time that I mean watch the space but like she's the Giuliani of Goop like the next time there's a big like health controversy they're gonna be like well. This is our, you know, this is our fact checker. This is our. She's our the Michael research. Cohen. She's the Michael Cohen. Exactly. Because Giuliani's sitting pretty. Oh, that's true. <laughs> he's actually still like he's still like he's the president's lawyer. He's bopping around somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Gerda, I'm just saying, like, make sure you have a good lawyer, because <laughs> that's my my legal also, advice. Also, we need a good lawyer too. We absolutely do. Yeah. Well, they can't take anything from us because we have nothing. So. That's true. Um, what would you try? Uh, um. I would try living at my leanest possible weight. I don't know if you heard this. I don't think I even saw this article. Um, so this was something that was said like a, uh, that was said like a couple of weeks ago or something um, on Goop. But it was something there was an article called "Busting Diet Myths." Okay, which sounds right. It sounds familiar. Don't know exactly what it is. Honestly, all this stuff goes. They're in all one called busting other, diet yeah. myths. But there was a, um, there was like some sort of doctor or somebody. Oh, Jesus. Who was it? I don't know. I think I wrote it down. Oh, Dr. Tracy Mann. Rings a bell, but. Dr. Tracy Mann was like, everybody needs to live at their leanest possible weight. Which yeah, is, isn't that what we're all fucking doing here? And I mean, I'm definitely at my leanest possible weight. It's also very close to my, or no, your leanest livable weight. So, so it's like, like one as thin step as you away can from be, death. Yeah, it's like your leanest livable weight. I think I'm at my highest livable weight. <laughs> like I'm definitely like getting into the point of like truly not being healthy, but I'm still technically health in okay health. Sure. Um, but... I'm like, okay, why not? I'll do it. And she said, because her going on, she was like, that's the weight that you are when you are not dieting or binging. You're just like eating healthy is your leanest livable weight, um, which doesn't sound exactly correct to me, but I don't know. I'm not the doctor. She is. <laughs> um, but uh, I want to be like thinner. So I'm like, I mean, this was like a huge controversy. People are like having strong oh, reactions sure. to it. And Twitter got mad and which is weird because I don't, I'm like Twitter cares about one. Cause now people. everyone is, see, that's the thing is like, again, gas, not gaslighting, but and uh, like all, obviously all body shapes are beautiful. Like all <laughs> weights are healthy, <laughs> but you think all body shapes are beautiful. Every single one. Okay. I just have to disclaim that before I say like everyone is pretending that they're okay with being overweight now, like internally. And that's just not true. Like that's not human nature. Like people, some people are sure, but you're not, everyone is perfectly okay with their weight. Like, and it's just a lot like having insecurities. Yeah. Having insecurities. Yeah. It's part of human nature. Like you, we don't have to pretend that we're completely a hundred percent like thrilled with our current body. It's okay to express some desire to, change yeah and like there's a balance between 
you know, the, the like body fascism of like having to be a size zero and pretending that like, eh, it's all good. Cause like, I mean, like, I'm amazing and I love this and this is exactly how I want everything to be. When, like, a lot of the time, like, I'll be honest, like, a lot of my weight gain has been directly related to, like, my addictive personality and me just sort of, like, um, coping, like, emotional coping with things. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a lot of people. It's not, like, and so when I have this extra weight on my body, which I have right now, it's not something that I'm, like, oh, hell yeah, like, everybody accept my beautiful body. I'm, like, I see it as a source of like, I see it as like a physical memory of a bad time in my life. Mm. And so like, I think that's an okay thing. I mean, that's just true for me. And like, I'm not going to pretend that that's not where I am. Yeah. You're being honest. And like, like everyone's relationship to food is different. And like, we all use food for, I mean, ideally we would all just use food for like nutrition, but like, that's not the world or the psychology that we live in. It's not possible for everybody. Yeah. And so like, it's, it's fine to be, to like, accept where you are and to not be like ashamed of where you are, but also be like, Oh, I feel better. Or, you know, maybe this is a sign that I need to like try to make a few changes. Like it's, it's, there's a middle ground between all this. And I don't know. Yeah. And like developing a healthier relationship with food is like definitely like part of why I decided not to do a diet mm-hmm. this year. Which is great. Like, yeah. yeah. Like I just, cause like I was dieting too much and that leads to weight gain as well. Um, and it's like a really hard cycle to break. Um, and I still sort of, am like, oh, I'm going to start a diet. Like I still tell myself I'll start a diet, like, but I never do. Cause I'm like, uh. um, but I feel like, um, yeah, I agree with you. Like being open about like what is going on with you and like being honest with yourself is important, but also like we don't need to be like, be as thin as humanly possible no, of because course otherwise not. you're disgusting. Most people just don't have that body type and you're going to kill yourself if you're trying, like, I know. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'm just never going to be a, like, skinny person. My body's not shaped that way. And, yeah. it, and that's fine. But then also, it's like, you know, you everyone knows when they're maybe, you know, using food as an emotional crutch or, you, like, every, people know this. And you don't have to, like, be ashamed of it. But, yeah, it's, like, and it's like, just something to... The idea that you need to live to a certain standard is part of the... Um, it's part of the cycle of dieting. Like, to be like, oh, I have to be a size zero is going to lead you to a diet, is going to lead you to a binge. Like, it's part of the unhealthy pattern. Like, it's part of the sickness. Like, Absolutely. you need to get that out of your head that you need to be any certain way and just focus totally on, like, health and, like, doing what's right for you and not, like, just, like, challenging that, like, addictive part of our personalities that yeah. some of us have. Yeah. As we evidenced earlier by, like, <laughs> foaming at the mouth talking about Dayquil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I mean, yeah the being having a cold is just like an excuse to like ruin your liver <laughs> oh my god you guys we are so fucked we are fucked. <laughs> fucked so and i'm sure some of our listeners too have like complicated relationships with their bodies or like you wouldn't be reading goop or listening I mean, to it's this like fucking if podcast you are if you read goop like you probably have like at least had a, like a conversation with yourself yeah. i would assume, imagine um yeah so body positivity is great but let's also have some body honesty. <laughs> that's our new thing. I think that's good. Yeah. Let's write a blog. <laughs> yeah, body honesty. Body honesty. Uh, cool. So the thing I would try, and this was just sort of nostalgic for me, um, there was a little article called A Weekend of Great Food in Montecito. Yeah. And so if you guys don't know, like a few years ago, there was a terrible uh, rainstorms and mudslides in Montecito. Um, 
I think a couple dozen people died and oh a God. lot of, a lot of the like hotels and restaurants were sort of ruined. So, um, they've been rebuilding and like this, it's obviously horrible, but also Montecito is like literally one of the richest places in the world. So yeah. you, it's hard to feel like that. Oprah so, lives there. Oprah lives there. Gwyneth has a house there. Every, yeah. But, um, this was the place that when John and I eloped a few oh. years ago, we drove up to Montecito and spent a few days there. That's so nice. Um, so it just has like happy memories for me. So it was nice to see that there, um, the San Isidro Ranch, which is the very fancy um, hotel and spa that John and I definitely did not stay in, but that's reopened. So Gwyneth, I guess, is happy. And then there's like a little restaurant guide. Um, there's a place called Janine's that I remember going to that's sort of like the, you know, those like rich towns that have like a, like, like a townie bar or something. A diner. Yeah. But it's like fancy. That's, that's what this is. And it was very good. They don't have, my favorite restaurant in Montecito is not included because it's owned by Houston's, but it's Honor Bar. Oh, yeah. And there's, we've also been to the one in Beverly Hills. Um, but it's like a great, it's just like a local's, I don't know, a local's bar and restaurant with a great burger and a great chicken sandwich. And you just get to talk to like weird rich people and it's fun. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to do that? Um, and yeah, if you, if you're going to the Santa Barbara area, I would highly recommend staying in Montecito just cause it's like a few miles away from downtown. It's not quite as touristy, but it's still like friendly. Um, and it's obviously beautiful. And if you can't afford to stay at the San Isidro ranch, or there's also a four seasons there, you can still like have a drink there, which is fantastic. Mm. Um, so it has a special place in Gwyneth's heart and a special place in my heart. So that That's was the thing nice. I would try is go drive back up the 101 once I guess all the fires from this year stop and, and go back there. And enjoy yourself. Yeah. You deserve it. Um, stimulate that Montecito economy. <laughs> They're back. Um, so what would you buy? Okay. So I would buy myself a night on the town. <laughs> <laughs> I would go to, there's this fun little article called, um, three restaurants we love and what to wear to Oh yeah. In LA. In L- and they were all restaurants in LA and they came with outfit suggestions. And I'm like, this is my whole thing. I want to wear a fun outfit and go to dinner. Like that's all I want. And there's one here in LA and on the East side in Echo Park called Adme. Which yeah, I never, never heard of it. I remember the of. old place that it was, Nights what was Inn it? or whatever. Night what? It was like the it was like a sort of fake British pub that was in Echo Park that I think closed. What was it called? Like Nights Inn, like K N I G H T. It was was it there for a long time? It's not the one across the street from uh, from. Uh, yeah, they have it. It's in the article. They talk about it. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. so Lost Night. Lost Night. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so, and then there's like an outfit and I would wear the exact same outfit and I would just like go have dinner there. Sounds great. It would be an expensive night, but it would be fun. Well, they say it's not, I, I didn't really well, understand. I'm also buying this like $2,000 outfit. Oh, for sure. It'd be expensive, yeah. And they said like dinner for two is only 50 bucks, which sounds That's impossible. Cheap. I mean, that maybe is getting zero drinks and not getting appetizers and sharing an entree maybe. Wait, but also maybe, huh. It just, it seemed... Not possible. Maybe they, it means like if you go Dutch, like $50 a person. Oh, maybe. Yeah. And you're still not drinking. Um, and then they have the one downtown, Nightshade, which is would be very controversial to the Goop audience, but it's a uh, Maylin. Oh, yeah. And that was where Gwyneth was photographed coming out of there. With yeah, with Brad. Brad. Um, and it's uh, Maylin from a couple seasons ago on Top Chef who won. Oh. Who's fan- seems fan. I've never actually eaten her food, but I definitely would be excited to go there because her food, she does like, um, her her parents are from China and so she does sort of like a modern, like California cuisine with like modern Chinese Yummy. influences. Sounds really good. 
I'm like just looking at the menu for Adme now because mm. now I'm like ready to go. Um, mm. And then there was one in Venice, which sounds great, but it's But I'm far. not going to Venice. Yeah. Uh, what would you buy? I would buy... Oh, so anything off of... So there was... Uh, I love a top 10 list. I love an awards show. I love any sort of ranking. And that's mm-hmm. my, you know, my Capricorn nature. Uh, so Goop did an article called Clean Beauty Greatest Hits, Our Top 10 Best Sellers. And I mean, I guess it was a little transparency as to like what their top sellers are in the same way that Netflix is like, oh, this show was watched 40 million times. And you're like, do you have proof? Yeah. And they're like, we don't need it. Um, so these are just group, Goop's greatest hits, but it's interesting to see what exactly is selling. And the Goop Beauty Goop Glow Microderm Instant Glow Exfoliator is their number one, which I've had a sample of it. It is good. It, it burns the skin. Um, yeah, it's a perfect exfoliator. Is that is great. Goop Glow is number two. Obviously, Goop Jeans is nowhere on this nowhere list. Nowhere to be seen. That is, no, forget um, about that as soon as possible. And then number three is Vintner's Daughter, which is not, I mean, it's classic. Obviously, it's the most expensive Everybody serum. Everybody wants that Everyone Vintner's wants daughter. it. It smells beautiful. Um, and then they have four is uh, the Luminous Melting Cleanser, which I don't think I've ever tried it. Um, number five is Oleo Eoso Lip Balm, which is, you know, been on... Is it really? I mean, oh my it's God, It's been I on that group is. site since Day it started. One. And it's also like one of the... It's $28. So it's like one of the cheapest things you can buy on Yeah, I guess site. so people are just like, I want to just get something. Yeah. Um, and then number five or number six is Beauty Counter Dew Skin Moisturizing Coverage, which I don't even remember seeing this, but it's like a, a concealer with an SPF 20. Uh, number seven is the Goop by Juice Beauty Replenishing Night Cream, which I've, again, only had a sample of, but it is lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, number eight is the Goop Beauty Detox Himalayan Salt, they say salt scalp scrub, but then on the copy, they've added the word shampoo to it, even though the word shampoo is not on the actual jar, because I think they need to explain, they need to explain you. what you do with what you do to it. Yeah. And it helped me. need help. Because so we like, don't oh, know what I, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I get it. You put it on your hair. Uh, and then number nine is the Juice Beauty Phyto Figments Mascara. And number 10 is the True Botanicals Vitamin C Booster. So these are Goop's bestsellers. No, obviously, Goop jeans. No vitamin packs. No Goop chews. No foam rollers. <laughs> no Donabis. No Donabis. No, the Donabi is yeah, gone. No Yoni Egg. I um, just gave my yoni egg to um, Goodwill. <laughs> you did not unused. Did though. they take it? Well, I just dropped it off in a bag. Oh, you know. but it was, it was unused. Un- I never used it. No, I want to see like drive by Goodwill if they have that like in the window. It's like a weird like dress and like a handbag and then just like a some yoni, yoni eggs. <laughs> I mean, I think they were unused. I used one, but I don't think that was. I think the one that I used, it wasn't in there. Shit, I think not. Fuck, I hope not. Well. I'm clean. <laughs> no, the one I used wasn't in there. Fuck. But if it was, they'll think I'm so gross. <laughs> they, I mean, they will not know what it is. I'll probably just throw it out. Yeah. They're going to be like... No, or they put it on that like dollar shelf with like weird VHSs and stuff. It'll yeah. just be like a 99 cent yoni egg. They were really cheap when I got them from Amazon. Oh, that's so funny. Well, you know where to go, guys. If you want a if you possibly wanna, used yoni but egg. But probably not. And just boil it. Yeah. Um, it's the Goodwill on, on Hollywood. Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, 
Is there anything else? I think that. I think that does it. Does it? Yeah. Thank you guys so much for. You guys, thanks for listening. listening. We love you. Uh, we love you as always. We're gonna have a bonus episode and a bonus newsletter this week for our Patreon subscribers. Yes. So subscribe to that Patreon if you want the extra bonus content. Yeah, we'll have a little teaser of the podcast out sometime before, before too near the beginning of the month. Yeah, we'll have it at some point. And, um, yeah, tell your friends to listen to Goop Yourself. Please go on Apple Podcasts and write a review. Give us five, five stars. stars. It helps people. They have, like, new categories on Apple Podcasts. What? They do? Yeah. So, I forget. I, like, I don't know. There, it might be possible to, to, to build our audience further. I, the categories were, like, slightly switched. My, my. I don't remember. But, yeah, if you're new. Um, go back. We have like 150 episodes to listen to. So. so we have a lot of, you know, free entertainment. Absolutely. And we will talk to you uh, next, next week. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.